3: It's the drink talking, with the thinking drinkers, Ben McFarland and Tom Sandon, and mistress of wine, Sam Caporn. All the booze news and views, from Absinthe to Zinfandel. Do try this at home. Hello and welcome to this week's It's the Drink Talking with myself, Sam Caporn, Master of Wine, and my two comrades at arms, Tom. Hello. And Ben. Hello. (laughs) The wonderful thinking drinkers.
1: How are you doing? All right?
3: Very well, very well, actually. I am feeling perky, the sun is shining. It's um, good. Good.
2: Yeah, all right, I guess, you know.
3: Looking forward to Valentine's Day?
1: Well, we're going to be talking about that a little bit.
3: Well, now, actually. <laughs> oh, really? is <laughs> a nice segue our, our, in.
2: Our wives oh, aren't. Okay. We yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> will be, uh, on the actual day, we will be in, um, in Mexico. Mexico.
3: <laughs> so, listen, I want to talk about that. Who are you going with?
2: Ocho Tequila is the brand, yeah. but it's made by a guy called Carlos Camarena, who's a tequila legend, so hopefully we'll try a lot of his So, is it a press trip? Uh, it's actually, it's a, yes, it is. We are going as journalists, but yeah. we're also going... Week? for a week yep. we're also going to oaxaca
0: Oaxaca,
1: Oaxaca, Oaxaca, which, which is, is where the mezcal. mezcal comes from so you know
2: oh, the mezcal and so that'll be really interesting because it's not easy to get a trip to mezcal so we're going with a, a company called cask marketing who we work with on our hobo beer so we make the hobo beer which you can buy in cans and in, hobo east coast cider as well cider, yes ben yeah and um and so what we day are you off? when you're off my mm. mum's birthday uh, so <laughs> it's, gonna, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's
3: so a shit, so I'm shit gonna, I'm song gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm going away um, okay. leaving
1: my wife and kids for a week leaving on my mum's birthday which is the what date the 11th happy birthday the Sunday, mum yeah and then uh, we're missing Valentine's so I can safely say that this trip has gone down like a shit sandwich. <laughs> really in my house. Is. Um, and how, totally did, how did this trouble. trip go
3: down in the Sandham household? Yeah, equally well.
2: <laughs> um, it helped, I think, by the fact that we're doing back-to-back shows on the Friday and Saturday. Luton and Reading listeners still some tickets for Luton, possibly. So there's Friday night, Saturday night, where the wife has to do bedtime Everything. with the two sprogs, and then I go away for a week. And I, I added to the mix by not telling my wife about those shows. <laughs>
1: I
0: just <laughs> forgot.
2: <laughs> Uh, In your defence, they are available
1: on our website. They have been noted my
2: wife doesn't take an interest in what I do, the other (laughs) thing is I can say what I like here because she doesn't even listen to the podcast. Sacrilege.
3: Sacrilege. I mean,
2: I try as well. When she's asleep, I put earphones (laughs) in so subliminally she has to hear this.
3: So basically the only person he does is my husband. No, your wife does. Yeah, Yeah, Ben's wife does, and she's going to really enjoy this element of the show.
1: (laughs) She's often saying... It's a bit boring, isn't
3: it? <laughs> oh, she's not. No, no, she fun. says it's all right. Yeah, my husband loves mine. Ours. The podcast. Oh, <laughs> I right.
2: I thought we were going somewhere else. Hi. We weren't.
3: No. Okay. Um, okay, well, I'm going to crack on with spit and swallow. Yeah. So, yes, I mean, we touched on it briefly. I'm also not going to be around for Valentine's. I'm going away. And my husband works away from home anyway, so that's no big deal. But you know what? Generally, my spit is Valentine's Day. I think it's a total load of wank. And, <laughs> okay. um, Depending well, oh, yeah. on whether you've got a partner or not. <laughs> yes, <listen. laughs> I think it's, it's shit if you a single, it's shit if you're in a couple. And actually, I read something really funny the other day. It was, um, I never know how to say her name properly, Caitlin Moran. Kevin yes, Moran, yeah, yeah, Moran. yeah, yeah. And you know, she does celebrity watch in the Times. Mm, it's really funny. funny. And she did these, the top ten. And that guy Liam Payne, who's in One Direction, and who's Cheryl's—I don't know what her surname is at the moment—the um,
2: father of her child. Yeah, in, in the no father rest.
3: of their child Bear. And uh, he was basically—he <laughs> <wait, wait>, <laughs> they
2: they called, called Bear. Him, the child well, is, is called Bear. There's the, two things the there. I mean, if he turns out to be a homosexual, that's brilliant. Assuming he's big, a big. Gay Bear. <laughs> um... <laughs> Ian. Ian. I'm sorry. We can't say that, can we? Can I mean, we? Why not? That's a, the that's a thing, isn't it? It's like
1: a... <laughs> I've yeah. never heard that before. You know, big gay buyer yeah, is, a, is it's part, a part of the scene. Of and
3: then Liam Payne, who is the father of Bear, right. who is his and Cheryl, whatever her current surname is, son, he um, said recently something like... Um, oh, it's like Valentine's Day every day in our household. And uh, the wonderful Kelly Moran basically went... um and, you know, I didn't see this as a positive. He obviously meant that, you know, because they're so romantic yeah, and maybe yeah, there's flowers yeah, and there's yeah, yeah. candles. And she was just like, right, so basically you can't get a fucking babysitter and um, go to out to restaurants constantly mm. where people have got nothing to say to each other. You're paying more for whatever you want. You get ripped off, you get rushed. I saw some beautiful flowers being advertised in um, a high street retailer at the weekend in their magazine. And it was a hundred and seventy five pounds for a bunch of flowers. And they did look gorgeous. They had there's some roses in there and whatnot. But it's, boys, what how big is that? For, like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> never ask awesome uh, average. Never ask average.
3: it's quite it was quite <laughs> quite a big bunch, but not ridiculous. And it was yeah, it's a hundred and seventy five pounds. And actually this is a classic. I got a press release through recently. One second.
2: Digging around for press releases. Uh, Radio it, gold. <laughs> Radio yeah, gold, from, from a
3: champagne house that has a wonderful rosé. And again, it's like, Valentine's Day is fast approaching. And what better way to celebrate than with a glass of rosé? And so, again, it's a really um, time of year to kind it's of... Just, just a lazy... it's a lazy... and whatnot. Yeah. So, Valentine's Day, is, it's my spit. But also... I love champagne, I really love champagne, and I love English sparkling wines as well, but rose champagne's so expensive is it? and it's significantly more expensive than the like the brute non vintage alternative and I just think you know the whole thing about valentine's day is just such a waste of money. the pressure to buy a card to buy I forbid my husband to buy me flowers I, like, think, I don't yeah, want um, them i don't no, spend that much money you, there's no spontaneity yeah. mm. I mean
1: running down to like the s o to get yeah, a card.
3: Yeah, what, yeah. I,
2: I always make mine.
3: You make your cards? You yeah I always
2: make them. Mm. Oh I see uh, the yeah, cards yeah, for the, the card, flowers. Yeah. So do you really? No. I agree spit on Valentine's Day. Don't swallow.
3: In fact <laughs> the I actually do No um
1: what, are you thinking whether you spit or swallow on Valentine's Day? <laughs> no, historically?
3: I made a really nice Valentine's Day card ages ago, and I was trying to think I gave it to you. But well, do you know what was just creeping,
1: you know oh, creeping in? Uh, this do you is know, less drink-related. I can it is
3: my husband or not.
1: When I was at university, I was doing just what we were saying. I was rummaging around like, like a co-op <laughs> or something like spitting that. on Valentine's No, 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 I was desperately trying to look for a card, and I found this shit-looking card. But I also thought, well, I'm, I'm here now. I might as well do some shopping. And I bought some milk and bread mm. and eggs. And no, that's that's always, not very romantic. No, no, no. It's but not pancake that, day, But it? then, this then, um, was when I was living in Brighton and uh, I was at the checkout and I saw that the egg said laid in Sussex. So I, I said, dear, whatever her name mm. was, uh-huh. I won't tell you what it was. and you then, make a name up. Yeah.
2: La- Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Brian? <Sandra>. No. It uh, <laughs> uh, said, uh, happy Valentine's, come and get <laughs> and I put a lady I took the yeah, lady, uh, put I like and it I was quite pleased with that yeah, I and now so i thought i would put in do I'll, it I'll do that every year, year. And, I, and now I cannot find yeah, a box do. of eggs It says lady in it. Sussex but it's not saying also I live in uh, West in London it's so it's not so right. going to be saying uh, until mm. so that was just you know, the stars
2: aligned. Most uh, of those eggs are laid in a cage. But that's are. not quite as sexy No. It? No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no. So just to wrap the last thing up. she wanted was fertilised eggs, anyway. Yeah. No. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So yeah, so just... um. Yeah, so sp- it's Valentine's Day. And also don't get sucked into spending lots of money on doing really expensive champagne. I won't get
2: sucked yeah. into anything but on c- Valentine's, is there, that's
1: for sure. Um, could you get a sparkling wine or champagne and turn it into a rose by... Mixing it with a, a drop of red.
3: Well, that is actually what they do for rosé champagne. Yeah, I know, but yeah. can you do that? <laughs> <Yeah. help? laughs> so yeah, for rosé champagne, even the posh ones. That's you're, basically, you're a genius, ben. Yeah, You should tell
1: them. No, but I mean, if you if you bought a nice, really nice bottle of champagne and then mixed a little little dollop of Echo Falls. Mm. Um, Or just some raspberry cordial. cordial. I think that's called a Kia
3: Royale, isn't it? Or a Bellini. So yes, obviously you can whack stuff in sparkling wine and make it sweeter. I would suggest that... um...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that Echo Falls have released a vodka? A mixed berry vodka? No. They have. So there you go. I'm going to move on to my
3: swallow, which then basically is... As an alternative to spending loads of money and getting all kind of wrapped up in the whole
2: nonsense the whole
3: nonsense mm. of Valentine's Day, everyone's stood a bit skint in February. Just maybe go with a cheaper alternative. There's plenty on the market. If your wallet can't stretch to a champagne, and particularly a pink champagne, because they are really expensive. I mean, you've got some gorgeous ones like uh, Billicard Salmon, but that's sort of 60 quid. Even the top English sparkling wines are looking at, you know, 30 plus quid. So basically, lots of alternatives. Are you guys watching McMafia?
2: I, am, I yeah. haven't watched it I was quite interested I turned it on and I saw the dude who's the lead and I just James thought Norton. they've pitched this guy clearly to mark him as the
3: next Bond yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it was all over the papers this yeah, is the, the next Bond I I'm know like, oh, okay, now I, this is I what think it's so hot
1: what I love about that that series so is the chemistry between him and his <laughs> missus
3: <laughs> I sit there with Sophie so and we're like why can't yeah. we have a relationship yeah, like yeah.
1: that well, yeah. It seems like a sort of Harold pin to play. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Where they I, don't really talk to each I other. I said that
3: to Ed the other day. I was like, you know, what, I'm really enjoying this because I like all the baddies are really well drawn, but the two main characters are so boring. Well, she's daughter, is so pious she's and boring. a boring. She's the
1: stepdaughter of um, Mark Rylands. Oh, oh
3: really? Is she? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And she's been
1: in loads of good stuff. Yeah. But she's supposed to be she's cast as, as this you know really successful pioneering yeah. woman, and she just S- it's like no such a weak. Oh, she's but, but, no, but she just. She just lets him fuck her around so much. But anyway, it's strangely shit, but watchable.
3: Yeah, I'm enjoying it. But anyway, what I was going to say was: if you remember the scene where the um, Russian daughter living in England, the Russian daughter, and they were celebrating the engagement, and she goes, Daddy, this is carver. What are you doing serving carver? Get the proper stuff out. And I just thought, you know what? Valentine's Day, you can serve a bloody Carver. Well, of course. I
2: I recently was asked to speak on BBC Radio uh, West Midlands about (laughs) the Prosecco (laughs) Berlin Prosecco. And I don't know much about Carver, but uh, it's got some fairly strict guidelines, and it's actually quite good quality. Yeah, it's gear, ba- isn't so it? basically,
3: Carver is made in the same way as Champagne. Instead of being made in a Champagne region in France, it's made in Spain, and it is made in the same method, the traditional or mm. Champagne method. So it's got the whole yeast autolysis. It's generally made from different grapes, but increasingly it does have some Chardonnay in it. Those grapes are quite distinctive, so they you know it does taste different. So my my swallow really is is sparkling wine, but you don't have to always equate. Sparkling wine with champagne. There's lots of brilliant English sparkling wines. A guy I know has an amazing. English of wine from Sussex called Hoffman and Rathbone, which is excellent, particularly the pink, which I know contradicts what I was saying before. But if you did want a pink, go for that. And then obviously, you've got Carver as a cheap alternative, you've got Prosecco as a cheap alternative that's made in a tank method from the Glara grape, so it's much more kind sort of fruity and lively, a little bit sweeter.
2: And my I writing thing as well with Prosecco, there is a it sort of follows closer to the champagne method.
3: No, not at that, all.
2: Is there, there's, there is like a DOCG though, isn't there? In well, yeah, Prosecco, so, so, so that's a bit of a step up in terms yeah, of Yeah, so so
3: you can get Prosecco that's D-O-C-G and that is a, a smarter a, so Prosecco. So it might be a little bit more sort of dry and mm. sort, of, sort of serious, I guess. And then obviously you've got Italian sparkling wines and, then, and if you want something sweet, if you wanted to have like a special breakfast or some pudding or something, a Moscato de Asti is absolutely delicious. Mm. Something different. And then also, what I brought as well to just talk about is, which is something quite new, I think you can get them in Tesco and Sainsbury's for a couple of quid. You can... Um, even get sparkling Pinot Grigio in a can mm. for £2. And it's actually Hungarian Pinot Grigio. I have
2: to say, we first opened this before we started recording, and the first mouthful was Pretty much dreadful. <laughs> uh, but I've gone back to this a couple of times. Actually, it's really improving. And we always say with mm. beer in a can, don't drink it directly from mm. the can. It tastes of metal because you're drinking it from the, yeah. from the can. But actually, if you pour it out, it starts to Open up a bit and um, you get some of the aromas. um, Smell being one of the most important things about tasting anything, you need to use your nose. So, actually, it's it's all right, isn't it? I've you know what, there's my opinion completely. There's
3: nothing wrong with this. It's sparkling pinot grigio, so it's carbonated, Mm. it's not meant to be a complex um, beverage, but it's a nice color, it's got good bubbles. You know, pinot grigio is notoriously like slightly neutral.
2: And what's the ABV, just bearing in mind, if you are married, on. uh, Valentine's, you might want to have a few drinks. 11.5. 11.5%. There you go.
3: But I think it's quite nice. It's got lots of pear. I mean, basically, it's, I don't think it's a million miles away from Prosecco. Right. To my mind. What What is it? I like
2: it now. I, I was really, I was against it to start with, but but no, that's... Um,
3: lots of pear, lots of peach. And it's so yeah, it's, it's basically... Complex. If anyone wants to try it, anything slightly different, it's called Pinot Pinot. And it's Pinot Grigio, sparkling, in a, quite a striking can, which is black can with a gold writing on it. Give it a go.
2: You know, uh, when it comes to wine choices, you you know how much I like a cheap wine. So, well,
3: there you go. This is my boxes. Yeah, so basically, my um, swallow is value wines Mm. for Valentine's for those who are still skint. Thanks, Sam.
2: Mm. Excellent.
3: And now, Ben, you look like you have got a couple of quite. <laughs> I have
2: to say, <laughs> Ben's opened two beers, and they are lively and. Both spe- 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 I just spe- that was really foam. They're okay, a that is speuming.
1: really, really undeserved because they've been sat there, mm. not moving, and I've opened both of them, and they've both spilled over onto my jeans. I just oh, moved, that's I've moved them away
2: from the electrics.
3: Yeah. Uh, yes. yeah,
1: whatever bothered.
3: Oh, here we go. I've got some napkins.
1: Oh, oh. je m'appelle <laughs> Hang on.
3: You're listening to It's The Drink Talking. You have two lively-looking beers there. Uh, what have you got for us this week?
1: Well, um, I've taken it to a new level this week. <laughs> and having slagged off Valentine's and talked about how champagne is the chosen drink... Or fizz. Or, or fizz um, for Valentine's, I'm going to suggest that we can save money and... Uh, well, we can save a lot of money <laughs> and also you can do it better... An element of surprise by celebrating Valentine's with beer, and I've not only brought beer in, I brought some food pairings. When I say Ooh. pairings, I mean pairing. There's only <laughs> one thing I brought in, and I've got a big plate of asparagus here, listeners. Did you cook it yourself at home? Well, no, I brought it in uh, into the offices of Seven Digital where we record this <laughs> inverted <of> commas podcast, <laughs> and they've got a kitchen, but they haven't got any kitchen implements. So what we've done. <laughs> Is we've stuck them in a, a carafe and yeah. put some boiling water on them. Two things to be
2: fair, mm. asparagus need two minutes. In yeah, boiling I mean water. it's fine. It's fine. And secondly, it's fine. to be fair, this is an office. It I mean, is an the office. Idea they I like a <laughs> full working
1: <kitchen laughs> Well, They have a kitchen, don't they? They've got some. Yeah. they got cups
2: <laughs> and coffee. Right. So <laughs> anyway, I've I've dipped it <laughs> in
1: butter and I've bought melted some butter. And you're there all go. wanging that butter all over us. All right. All right. right. So, so here we go. You
2: made a greasy splurge all over my paperwork. Okay. So.
1: All right, so what I'm saying here is beer. No, this
2: is a mess. Like Valentine's
1: doesn't matter. Let's do right. like,
2: like all my Valentines, it is what a, all what a Okay, yeah. mucky scene. So this beer is. is an aphrodisiac,
1: right? Okay. Wow, well, alcohol, alcohol is, but beer is an aphrodisiac. We've talked about how the whole beer goggles thing—that as an actual thing. How if you drink, people's faces become more symmetrical, and therefore you find mm. them more attractive objects become more attractive.
3: Paired to shoes get more attractive.
1: Yeah. shoes um, get more attractive. Objects, for the ladies, kittens, op- chocolate, painting the thing. whole lot. Mm-hmm. So, the first person to write about uh, hops in brewing was a nun. We've talked about this before. Uh, she was also for the first person ever to write about the fictional female Or-orgasm. orgasm yeah. as that, well. Um, Is that Hilda? Hilda Garbingen. A, yeah, We've um, talked oh, about oh, her. I'm I'm really so, right. there's a link between beer and hankin' pankin' historically. So, mm. I'm suggesting that um, instead of 20, having champagne Having champagne and all that nonsense over.
2: Do you mean uncooked? <laughs>
3: <laughs> a little al dente, perhaps. <laughs> a little <other> al dente.
2: <laughs> Slightly But cold. you
1: like it firm. <laughs> Frozen. Yeah. I, so, I do like it firm one. It's a little Firm oh, it's yet work. flexible, oh, it's nice. dripping oh, yeah. in hot butter and eased into the mouth. Asparagus <laughs> is a renowned aphrodisiac.
3: Is it meant to be phallic as well? More
1: by way of innuendo, I think, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> than clinical evidence. There's no actual. What well, about the
3: smelly we after? That's not, that's that's not good. Well, by that
1: point, you've left. Um, <laughs>
3: do you know with asparagus? Can you eat the whole
1: stalk? I am eating it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you can. can. So, what we're having with this is called triple caramelit.
3: Where's made. the sodding beer been?
1: Oh, yeah, get the glasses out. I'm dealing with the asparagus in the butter. Oh, I this know.
3: whole room smells of butter.
1: Mm. I mean, it mm. really has been splattered everywhere <laughs> there. <that's> good. <laughs> oh, that's all right, Wait, actually. Oh, no, wrong beer. Sorry. Oh, Sorry, hang on, hang on.
2: There you go.
1: right, I'm going
3: to have some. Did I tell water. you I went to Bruges a um, couple of weeks ago? Well, oh, good. <laughs> no,
2: um, no, you didn't. I was in Northampton. Great days. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Any
1: other travel stories? <laughs> Can you uh, pass another glass? No, Bruges <laughs> is a big beer city. Right. So okay. We'll, we'll try, what we'll we're trying with this okay. asparagus. Mm. Is a triple Carmelite, now triple is a Belgian star beer. I'll give you a fresh glass. Oh, yeah, What's worry. the alcohol? The alcohol is quite strong. That's basically the main aphrodisiacal yeah. element of this. It's made with three different grains. What is the alcohol? Eight point five percent.
3: It's delicious. Oh, my God, it goes well with the asparagus. So
1: nice.
2: That is so nice. That's a clean beer to go with a clean, fresh food. Um, yeah, um, it's got that kind of grainy sweetness. <laughs> listeners, we have uh, these asparagus in here in a Tupperware pot. No. And Ben has put the butter in the Tupperware and it's been melted and it looks like soup. And Ben is dipping the asparagus oh, mate, just... into butter soup. I want to jump
1: all your bones. So, no, it's a, it's and a also, drinking. listeners,
2: for, for previous podcast hearers, Ben went for his mm. age 40 checkup and was told his cholesterol's a little high. Yeah. Might be because you're drinking butter, yeah. you idiot. Yeah. You're just drinking it, man.
0: No, they also
3: said stuff. it wrong. Mmm,
1: like, yum. They said no, I was a like hypochondriac as well. I was like, I've not got that at two. <laughs> oh. Yay.
3: Ben, that is a, it's really, a good, really delicious it's match. It's a good pairing, isn't it? Mm. Um, that's nice. If, if it the Ed
1: was to serve that up, mm. oh, would you be all over him like a flannel?
3: Yeah. yeah if you I had mean. five of mm. them. Yes. What's
2: the story of the triple? What's the... The
3: triple the is triple carnage brewed mm. by the
2: Bosteel's Brewery.
1: And they're Trappist or Abbey... Abbey. No, they're an abbey. No, yeah, abbey. It's an abbey style beer. It's a triple.
0: triple
3: there's yeah. no monks
1: involved. There are no monks involved. No monks involved, but it's a really good beer. Which is
3: when it's a Trappist, right?
1: Yeah, is exactly. that
3: good one? Good one.
1: What so one it's made with be? wheat, oats, and barley.
2: Oats give it a bit more mouthfeel.
3: Which goes well with the butter, I suspect. Okay.
2: Okay. And it's very. It's quite carbonated, isn't it? So yeah. the yeast is obviously doing two things there: the bottle conditioning, improving Can the beer in Can I say
3: that's exactly the kind of beer I like? Lovely. It's wonderful for listeners a
2: mainstream alternative.
1: The famous one would be Vestmala Triple, because oh, Vestmala really? Triple is the what about kind I'm of Lefe? poster boy I'm thinking, I'm of the style. Which, cause or it's Lefe? Got a, you could, not far off. You could go for Lefe Blonde. Mm. That's probably not. Connoisseurs would be like... A, a bit too
3: mainstream. A bit too
1: mainstream, but it's yeah. still a very good beer. Um, that's um, delicious. But no, that's
2: what I was saying. What's a mainstream um, a style of beer that they might have tried that... Um, That's why I said oh Garden, not because it's the same beer. Just no, I'd say Lefty Blonde. Lefty Blonde,
1: or I mean, yeah, the Vesmala Triple. If you can get hold of that, which is you can get it online massively easily. I've been to Vesmala. It's um, yeah. they're silent. They are.
3: Are they? Are they trappists. <coughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Don't but just because they're monks, brewed by monks, you don't have to behave like one. So once you've had this with a bit of a, <laughs> a, a bit of asparagus, you
3: can go for your life. Get jiggy. Um, what I want to try is our second one, which has the most appealing name. <laughs> and label, right.
1: yeah yeah. we've okay. got to tread carefully Can around this just, one yeah okay mm. what would you say the most aphrodisiacal oysters, <laughs> oysters. they're boom mm. there we go and if with they do spew otherwise. now did you know that Casanova ate 50 oysters a day and obviously he got loads of action
3: do we know why
1: because uh, he was just called. a ladies' man. No, Casanova ate fifty oysters a day, and I don't know why he was considered such a, a ladies' man. But he's probably good looking,
3: mm. rich, powerful, rich, powerful yeah. huge cock,
1: massive cock. Those are the various factors I imagine. Yeah, I don't good imagine. I don't imagine it's because he had an in-depth knowledge of brewing <laughs> in the beer scene. But uh, oysters are rich in zinc. They boost testosterone. Mm-hmm. They improve the potency of one's gentleman's relish. Did you know that? No. And they raise male sexual desire by the fact that they resemble a female front bottom.
3: Yep. Yeah, mm. so yeah. Basically, so basically, he was like a dog on heat all the time because he ate these oysters. Yeah. He
2: yeah. Mm. was just well prepared. Eat mm.
1: this, you'll eat yeah. anything. And apparently, <laughs> within women, within women <laughs> the element of danger associated with oyster consumption, which is, you know, because you yeah. can't if you get a bad one, apparently, that apparently heightens arousal as well.
3: No, I would disagree with that entirely. Oh, I just think that's what, nonsense. You... I, Sorry, I, I... Are they saying you're, you're the fact that
1: it's quite dangerous means that like, ooh no, it this means is I naughty. don't want
3: to eat it. Cause I don't want to spend the rest of the day with my head down the bowl. Yeah,
1: but the fact that there's or... a sort of risk,
3: no, it's, like, it's a bit. It like, means, having... means I now don't eat oysters. It's, no,
1: it's a bit like having an affair. It's like ooh, mm. the risk here. If you what,
2: it's in
3: no way <laughs> like
2: having an affair. Well,
3: <laughs> Eating well, no. an oyster.
2: Part of the affair moment, maybe. The point being that... Some people get off danger.
1: Some people get off danger. Because if if you're having an an affair, sex time is quite exciting, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Not that I've had one, Sophie. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) But up your game. But then take the danger away and you're just shagging in a travel lodge, aren't you? It's not that good.
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, but it's still better than the effect of eating an oyster, which is yeah. actually I, Okay, quite well, I know
3: what Ben's unpleasant. saying. If you're, yeah. if you're a Russian roulette kind of, of course, person, I get those that. things might appeal to you right. in a wider Yes. Okay, well, let's move on. So let's try this Dirty Sanchez.
2: Yeah, which is what it's called, a Dirty Sanchez, now. listeners. It's. I was with you when you picked it up, and you didn't even seem to yeah. <laughs> make home. the association. Um, okay, this is a fierce brewery based in Aberdeen.
1: Two former oil workers set up the brewery couple of years ago, they've sort of done a similar thing to Brewdog in their sort of big flavours, bold flavours, a little bit anarchic, in-your-face kind of stuff. And they've done this chipotle porter, is oh, that you yeah. say, chipotle?
3: Ch- chipotle? 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 Dunno, chipotle?
1: don't know, spicy thing. Yeah, there's nice mm. pepper. Mexican. They've done a chipotle porter, because oysters and porter, historically, are a Good very combo. traditional combination, mm. and it would have been drunk in pubs in London. In the
2: eighteenth century. I think it might have been even seventeenth into eighteenth. Well maybe.
1: Yeah. Into well we're 19th. still drinking them now. So you yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, are uh, yeah. started no, no, as a it.
2: vague off.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, back then. Um, let's well, try some. I could have gone
1: for a normal porter. Got but Thank I've gone you. for a, a, a spicy porter because well chocolate obviously is the well, food chocolate taste. Did you know the Aztecs claimed chocolate was an aphrodisiac, and Montezuma, an Aztec king, insisted on fifty cups of chocolate to satisfy his harem.
2: Wow.
3: Nice. Can, um, Can uh, I just say, this beer would that be mm-hmm. amazing, like with Mexican tacos or something? Yeah, like mm-hmm. mole sauce. Yeah, it's really yeah. smoky, isn't it? Yeah. Right. It's so
1: really smoky. the porter is uh, the spice is also good for hanky panky because it spices things up the green chilli raises body temperature mm. it swells one's lips mm. into a tempting pout and when you have uh, something spicy it, it releases endorphins so the spice is also good so this has got the chocolate for, for the time. Aztecs uh, it's got the spice that pouts the lips and gets the blood flowing and also you're having it with oysters that look like vaginas yeah. so I mean the whole <laughs> thing comes together it's a sex fest synergy. Yeah. Yeah. so it's oysters and porter
3: a beer I like it. I like it.
1: Shuck it and see.
0: Nice.
3: <laughs> no, it's good. I like that. I think it's um it's quite distinctive. You've got that kind of slightly pepperiness, but it's mm. it's uh no, it's really good. Ben, I think they're really good beers. Just to,
1: while you're there, mm. the other good thing is um hoppy beers are supposed to be a bit aphrodisiacal. Qualities oh, yeah, as, as well. Is wow. that actually
2: the word? You've said that three times. Well, I don't actually... know, I don't know. Oh, yeah. This works. It works.
1: We had a beer the other day called Proper Job and that's a good healthy beer and it has got the word job in which is <laughs> we'll send <laughs> a goal, two to girls, the ladies. two girls, uh,
2: one big job yeah
3: love it um thanks ben really enjoyed those beers and often i i'm not the most receptive to some you're beers about, on really the chips but, week um, after week they oh, they, are, the they get the thumbs up from me especially the first one yeah
2: <laughs> just keep drinking that butter ben <laughs> <I don't
3: laughs> <do> that. <laughs> uh, so tom no pressure no um,
2: well i'm going to carry on the theme with the my legends so And I will tell you what, listeners, it's going to be rapid fire today because what well, a beer! I need a wee wee, uh, but I am going to keep this going You're probably with probably
3: jiggling around.
2: Valentine's, it's <laughs> energy, energy. Keep me going, guys. I'm going to talk about Bacchus. I'm going to tread on your toes ah. a bit today, Sam, with a wine, a character, wine legend. Well, the problem was well, I was going to talk about spirits legend, but the. PR company who I went name and shame told us they had we full this... fat <laughs> absolutely rubbish. Ben will. Um, <laughs> they had a spruce spirit that was perfect. It was the Norse goddess of Freya, uh, love, wasn't it? and it was it was going to be perfect. But they said we can send you bottles two weeks ago, and they didn't send us a bottle. You can't buy it anywhere. So there you go. Uh, I've gone and with it's the made wine from
1: asbestos and orphans.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> so unfair to, to level the blame at the actual product. Anyway. I've gone with the wine, so sorry, this is a one-off. I won't do it again. But I've gone with Bacchus, the Roman god of wine and and fertility. So there was just too much beautiful synergy here to avoid it. Uh, The Romans actually copied this god from uh, the Greek god Dionysus, who Ben and I have talked about as a gender-fluid goddess, sometimes Mm. with a willy, sometimes without a willy in in Greek art. Uh, Mm. The Romans went over, they conquered the Greeks, and they stole this god. So it's a sort of second-hand god. But Bacchus was not only the god of wine and fertility, the Romans took him to the next level, good Cheer, hilarity, mirth, and revels—not the chocolates. <laughs> so there's a lot more juice on this guy. So I thought, well, let's let's go with him. If you don't know what he looks like, if you've not heard of this person before, then he was He's mostly quite cherubic, he fat was baby, mostly fat represented baby. as a curly-haired child, a drinking wine, sometimes as a young man so not always as a kid naked apart from a crown of vine leaves and grapes or sometimes heavily drunk sometimes being put to bed by nymphs who are quite roundy mm. girls never a uh, picture doing a wee in his cupboard thinking it was a toilet <laughs> but he was, he was always he was on it this guy was on it so hold tight ladies and gentlemen because this guy was a big big drinker and he carried a thyrsus, which is a phallic symbol of pleasure and fertility made from a staff of a giant fennel covered in leaves and vines topped with a pine cone so think about that next time you're having a fennel um, and it was representative of his rod i guess it's of his it's where bacchanalia comes from it is and i'm going to get to that because that is well no well, that's, probably should put it at the top of the story as a journalist that's how we know him um the wider context from wikipedia though was that bacchus was the child of jupiter uh, and Semeli, who was a human
3: smelly, a oh, smelly. That reminds me of
1: a quick joke quick joke why do wine waiters need more deodorant and normal waiters.
2: Because the yeah, So it was basically a god getting off with a with a human, and they had a kid, uh, which is nice. But Juno, she was a goddess, and she was pretty cheesed off. She liked Jupiter, so she tricked Semeli into asking Juniper to see who he really was. And she was a mortal, so the sight of Jupiter in his divine form made her burn up, and combust basically, which is pretty nasty. And Jupiter, he revived the child, and then get, get this, folks, uh, he sewed it onto his thigh. What, a baby? Yeah, a baby. <laughs> a reborn baby onto We've his all thigh. done it after a big but Yeah, night. actually more of a fetus. It stayed with him for nine months and then he gave birth to it. So that's pretty weird. And Bacchus was there. And he was worshipped by the Romans at all these events, gladiatorial games where blood sacrifices were made to the gods. And he was a, a part of the pantheon of 12 major gods. He was the youngest there. He was on the board of the gods, so it's a bit of a big deal. And yes, Bacchanalia. Let's get into that. Interestingly, your name Bacchus means berry. Mm -hmm. And he did use his berries to great effect. He was uh, all over the ladies. The ladies loved this guy. They totally worshipped him. But he was pretty liberal with his loving. He had a ton of female followers, but also... Weren't they um, called
1: eniads or something like that? Yeah, there
2: were lots of different names. Nymphs, mostly nymphomaniacs. They were nutters, though. Uh, They were really (laughs) properly all over him. But also men and goat man uh, satyrs. So, men oh, are yeah, half, yeah, the old goat half, men. Yeah, so know, he was bonking
3: men. women, men, and half oh, men. Oh, not give them. a shit. All, all, the, lot, all the lot,
2: Actually, there isn't much information about these sex parties. Uh, there is some drawings, which are, are less useful over the airwaves. But apparently, it was hardcore stuff with these lady parts um, all over the place, and it was yeah, it was pretty pretty full on sex party. But they used to, um, it
1: was, it was kind of they used to go and sort of honour Bacchus. Basically, instead of going, oh, I'm going to the pub. I'm going to get yeah. hammered for no apparent reason. They go, I am going to drink to the gods.
2: Yes, it was uh, a religious festival. Mm. There was actually a religion, I mean, later deemed yep. a cult, yes. but actually a religious festival, which, interesting, ran between <laughs> the 15th and 16th of March, which is coming up, folks. So if you do want a reason to drink on those days... So basically, um, yeah. the can.
3: Romans would have a Bacchanalian orgy because they felt they had to to honour the god Bacchus. Yes, yeah. but it was
1: also seen exactly as a that. way of... Yes, were speaking to the gods, but also... Yes, it's just a spiritual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you would have revelations. Well, I mean, when you get, do, when you have a drum, like,
2: you know, I'll oh, climb up that scaffolding. Cutting, uh, cutting, things like that. Cutting loose is a. Is, is, is <laughs> no, no, it <laughs> was I'm I'm just, just cutting already. loose. It was, it was in hardcore. your face sex stuff. Chariot but, keys in the but, fruit bowl. Of but, all sorts. Bacchus, I mean, pretty and pretty pretty Dionysus, wrong.
1: I think they're the same. That's what god. I said at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: they robbed the god, essentially. They repositioned in. The Greeks Greeks were first and then the Romans went and did the Greeks over and took all the good stuff. But they just built on it and the Bacchanalia, it it was a big festival the Romans did get a bit tired of this behaviour. They argued that actually what was happening was secret rights and actually a lot of political shenanigans were going on in these Bacchanalia parties. Mm. So they they actually banned them in 186 BC, the Roman Senate uh, issued a decree to actually ban them which is why Bacchanalia today is sort of attached to a a good time rather than mm. an outrageous
3: sex party. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so sort of relatively
3: um, a bit mild. benign sort yeah. of yeah.
1: experience now. Well, I'd say if someone said uh last night I had a bacchanalia <laughs> true it's just uncut bacchanalia I imagine they got laid yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah maybe more than with
3: multiple partners yeah
2: maybe it's important to say he was the god of wine as well mm. and he grew up when you might know more about this Sam uh, he was tutored by Salinas Salinas no you don't you didn't do your classics oh, no. No, none no. of us did <laughs> I did did
1: you Metella in Kalina. Kalina.
2: well okay but what about Salinas how
1: do Matella you pronounce it Metella is in it? the kitchen yeah yeah. Horace uh, no hang on <laughs> <laughs> is an inartium
2: in hall I think in we might do, have to call this to a close because, a because Tom is
3: making me feel uncomfortable yeah, with just, the constant rocking like he, my six year old does He, he did, I hold
2: uh, it he did do stuff for wine <laughs> which is why he's our legend uh, and in fact the reason we cut back the vines to help mm. them grow again, to be reborn, they put down to the worship of Bacchus. Bacchus. So it's quite an important method it in, is, wine, in wine growing. So, and that's it. I mean, he, they worshipped him, they worshipped his winemaking. And the story of Bacchus goes that when he, just before he, he went up to Olympus, he taught a lot of people how to grow vines. He wasn't real, so <laughs> I can't really but give but too I would much say, for I, that. But he was what I say, I think Bacchus
1: man. has given us as a society is, it's all right to... Uh, have a few drinks and then just cut loose and muck about. Mm.
2: and.
3: I think wanting to get you know, off they, your face is a really human thing. Yeah. yeah. I think it's quite important to just...
2: Yeah. Now and again, just
3: slightly let your hair down now and again. As a
2: footnote, though, Bacchus was the god of theatre as well, Ben, which brings me seamlessly onto our oh, shows, oh, which performing oh, yeah. throughout the months of March and April. Seventeenth yeah. uh, of March at the uh, Chipping Norton Theatre and the Underbelly in London. On yes, the and also tickets
1: for our Edinburgh show are on sale. Ooh, boom! boom. Um, that's never happened before. We've never been on sale this early, so get involved. Going to buy
3: them. They're really good. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't sound
2: convincing. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I've seen you twice. Um, Which brings us to the end of this slightly haphazard Valentine's podcast. Full of love (laughs) love, for each other, people. Full of love for you. You are both going to get it. I've eaten so Uh, much asparagus. (laughs) Well, you don't have to go to the toilet with Tom.
1: I need Well, uh, I'm uh, a ween. It's going to smell because we've had so much asparagus. (laughs) Right.
3: So over and out. Thanks for listening, and um, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Cheers. This was a Grand Crew podcast from Seven Digital.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello.